Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to More Than Just the Podcast podcast. My name is George. I'm here with Sean. Hello, Good Sean. evening. I'm Episode here. three. I'm of here with More Than Just a Podcast podcast. I'm here with John. Hi, John. Hello. And Reese is here. Hi Hello. Reece. How are Hello. you? Well, that was a, why was my voice yeah. behind? Just episode three. We've been a bit tardy, haven't we? Not mm. really. No, it's been an international season break. Three? Episode three. And the one we've got. Episode three. Episode. Uh, how are you, Reese? Fine, fine. How was good. your journey in? Not, not busy at all. I had to wait behind a bus for a little bit, but far that. Smooth sailing. Uh, what would you talk about uh, first? Uh, well, talk can about I just ask, are you uh, playing any games for Farnborough yet? Yes. Have they actually started playing We've games? We've played three. And how are you doing? 1-1, one, one, lost one, drawn one. Excellent. Have you scored any goals? No. Have you? How many minutes have you got on the pitch? <laughs> Seven. Seven in three games? Mm. Suspended, not... though. Ah, yeah. There you go. Okay, let's get back to West Ham. Let's, uh, let's talk about Southampton. Away, <laughs> <laughs> we drew. What, you know, what, it what, seems what? more like a loss. It why a is so everyone? Why is everyone so um, depressed? Because it was terrible. <clears throat> when you looked at it beforehand, right? And I know we're all optimistic, and we said it would be a win. But respect the point. A point away. Southampton are actually looking a very good team this year. They've got. They've done well in the transfer market. Ricky Lambert was on fire, and we sort of someone should have put him out their attack nullified we've got no striker kind, kind we've, got, we've lost two of our um our wingers bad management um we'll talk about that later so if if you were asked beforehand and said well actually a point away we ha- we haven't lost away from home thinking about it that way yeah i agree but they, they haven't really we're done. unbeaten away from home southampton aren't on fire sure they've got the same record right. as we've but, got but when you looked at it if you looked at how do you know how many shots on target Southampton had before the game and how many we had, oh, had. I don't know, Sean. It was no, a shit game. Right yeah. So we'd had five shots on target on the three games we played and I think they'd had six or seven. So it, it was setting itself. I know they call it Super Sunday but it wasn't much of a Super Sunday. It was Sunday. never going to be a Super no, Sunday. It wasn't, it wasn't. That's I what mean, I said after the game. I said that's what happens when you choose Southampton West Ham for your Super Sunday yeah. match. What was it? One sh- we've had one shot on target in two games or something. It's but when we've got scored two goals in four. We've had six shots on target yeah. all season. 
So here's the interesting fact, okay? The interesting fact that <coughs> was in the Daily Mail today is it is the lowest um, goals per game since records began for the Premiership. So yeah, it's not just us. I said that to you, didn't I? Did you? I said that, no, I said that to John not yeah. yesterday. So there is a lack of goals. I don't know whether the extra money is bringing extra uh, pressure on everybody and they're, they're not going for it. But yeah, the, yeah the, officially there's less goals. And we're seeing the, that in the Fantasy League as there's well. There's more pressure on teams to not concede. And that's what, yeah. that's what teams are focusing on now. I, I, I would imagine not to concede, so it was all pushing on. a bit of a hangover from the Stoke game, which is possibly the worst game I've ever seen at home. For, well, definitely for a long time. It's probably a bit of a hangover from that. Then bounced on to an international break where we watched England being absolutely poor and shocking. And then straight into this again with the same old problems. Yeah. And there was a lot of talk after that Stoke game and in the international break about Carroll coming back. Yeah. Carroll's going to be back for Southampton. Well, I think we all... I, I said a Andy Carroll hat-trick. Most of us have said Andy <laughs> Carroll. We're going to get back to the Liverpool rejects in, in item four later on on the running order we're going to talk about the injury situation but how about the game it's uh, item three actually I've, well i've put two item threes if you see there so i was just trying to oh, skip yeah. over that george oh, classic sean uh, <laughs> what do you want to say about so the game I thought really the first half was all right I, it, it i thought we were on the verge of nicking a goal um, no. Was it in the second half where uh, Ginge missed one? Yeah, uh, it was the second half. Um, and Diarmi nearly got one at the beginning, didn't he? He had the, he had the shot on target. Well, it was the very beginning the of the game, beginning. And, he, and he muscled Luke Shaw out of yeah. the game. And I thought, oh, that's a good mm. little bit of bit of management yeah, there, sticking him on the right. Yeah, yeah. you thought he'd up against I thought, yeah, That's up. why I thought Jarvis, which we're going to slate later, and Sean's got the stats, mm. but I thought I was a bit harsh on Jarvis. Because you've obviously used the army on the right to bully Shaw, which he did once. Uh, once. once. But the thing is, like they they didn't alternate enough. Jarvis is a right-footed player. Yes, he should be able to cross with his left. He's left-footed. And granted, Miger was nowhere to be seen. Is he left-footed? Yeah. Oh dang! I thought he was right-footed. Jarvis is left-footed. That's why he plays on the left. Ah, I did not know. But that. he, <laughs> I thought he was right-footed. This even makes it even worse. Oh, that does make it worse, and doesn't prove my point at all. I'll shut up and watch the telly. <laughs> but here's the stats, right? <laughs> from, right from, from Matt Jarvis. How yeah. much did we pay for Matt Jarvis, John? About 35 mil. It, go, it goes up every time. <laughs> I think it was 10.75. So, you know, we he's supposed to be one of the best crossers in the game. Isn't that what <laughs> Sam always says? They do. They do oh, say my Stephen, most effective. So the stat is for oh, the whole team job. on Sunday, mm. West Ham completed just three of their 22 attempted crosses into the box. Um, as John said, just off air, well, who would do, do anything if they came in anyway? Because Maiga's not good in the air. But Matt Jarvis is supposed to lead by example, especially if Stuart Downing's not there. He attempted six balls into the box and only managed one of them. So not looking like he's worth yeah, his I'd record signing before Andy Carroll joined the 10.75 million. I wanted him to, last season he was hot and cold, and I <laughs> wanted him to have settled in <laughs> and then this season show the form he had at walls that got him into the England team. And he just seems to keep doing the same old things again and again. But also, Guy Demel and Modi Army also attempted six balls into the box between oh. them and a, a, a didn't find a teammate on any occasion. So, you know, we were fighting to keep the army. Uh, Guy Demel, I don't know whether the jury is still out on Guy Demel. He's sort of hot and cold. I don't think he's. But he, at the end of it all, the tactic of playing it down the wings and crossing it over is pretty... 
Well, you need a talking man. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about Plan B later again in the running order. It does come up. What the singer footed, by the way. The singer can talk about Plan B. But Guy Demel off the hook. Guy Demel got taken off for. It does say both. Okay. For rap, didn't he? Guy Demel was what? So Guy Demel was taken off later. For rap. They put on Roland Rat. What was your impression of Mr. Rat? I don't know. I didn't really. To be honest with you, I'd sort of lost the will by then. I was just sort of like. Watching it for the sake of watching it. So the the last thing I just want to ask you about is the big debut, full debut for Ravel Morrison, the Wonder Kid. I don't know if you saw it, but um, Rio Ferdinand was tweeting during the game saying... No, I didn't. He's the best kid I've seen since Joe Cole and uh, Michael Owen and was really excited to see him and, and Shaw play. Um, how do you think he did? I thought he did. He did all right. Didn't he didn't anything wrong, did he? Yeah, yeah he, he didn't look out of place. Which he didn't clean. do anything wrong. He just <coughs> he didn't set the world alight. But mm. you know, it's no his first did. first full game. I thought he got muscled a couple of times out of the way. Well, there's some stats there, and I won't say all of them. He touched the ball 37 times, which I'm sure you really want to know <laughs> about. But the interesting thing was dispossessed six times, double the amount of any other West Ham player. Inexperience. Yeah, yeah. so he was muscled. People yeah. were coming in on him and. But, you know. He completed his sole attempted long pass. Yeah. And he blocked one shot, made one interception, and made one successful tackle. Completed 85% of his passes. So I suppose there's some good things there as well. Because I think as a team, we're, we're down. We've got the worst level of passes in the Premiership at the moment. Do you Have know we? that? Yeah. And the yeah. worst shots on target and all. And, yeah. and, you know, we account for. So out of the seven games that has had least ball in playtime, we've played in four of them. Really? Which is all four of our games. Anyway, before I bore That's because all James Collins does is hoof it and it goes out. Good link there. What's our normal stats? Long balls, Saints 43. Long balls, West Ham 67. And our good old friend... It was particularly obvious at Southampton because every time we kicked it, they shouted hoof. But then our fans started to reply by kick, saying hoof every time Southampton kicked it. So it was just a big hoof match. And, um, and not Robert. Why, why were um, uh-huh. Saints fans booing Winston Reid? I couldn't work it out. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice they were. were. Yeah, they did. Matty Taylor when he came on. They booed Matt Taylor a lot. So he used to play for Pompey, but... So, possession. Are you sure they booed They Winston? did. Why would yeah, they boo no, Winston A few Reed? people asked me on Twitter as well. Hmm. Um, possession West Ham forty two percent fifty two percent for West uh, for Southampton, but it, it, at one point it was like thirty seven. So what's that six percent for the ref, Sean? Yeah, yeah. Well, that little <laughs> type I, I, I was oh, writing Sean. on. I was writing over probably the Stoke game or God, the Newcastle boy. game. So Southampton had fifty eight percent of possession. Oh, West Ham had forty two. Not forty two and fifty two. No. <laughs> uh, we've done shots on target, haven't we? Shots on target six and one, which makes six on target in the whole season. But Southampton have 15 and 5 on target, which there leaves the big story. What's the big Yossi story? Yoskelainen. Who? Yoskelainen. God, blimey. The, uh. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we know who you mean, sort of. What a game he had. He did. He did. And he's in your dream team, isn't he? Or your fantasy he's team. He's in my dream team. Yeah. So he, he scored bonus well. points and he scored like he did. nine he was in, points. He's in the star man team of the week. Yeah. He did help so. with their star forward, Kunita Barndor. He's terrible, that was Vile, though. 
Was but he? he made three mm. good saves, didn't he? Yes, I think the one, the, the what's the one where that Osvaldo tried to hit it back across him and he's dived flat out was a bad miss. He was he was a strange player that Osvaldo. I don't mm. know what to make of him. They paid a lot of money for him, didn't they? They paid uh, near Andy Carroll will, wasn't it? money. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just off there. I suppose that is Andy Carroll money. Mm. Yeah. So Same here. But he was fit when they signed him. True. Still fit now. True. Anyway, let's yeah. listen to what the Big, gaffer had to Big say. Sam had to say from after the Southampton match. Sean, can you do the intro again? Sorry. Let's hear what the gaffer had to say. Sam, a hard fought draw, but how did you see it? Well, we could have won it at the end when um, Ginger had the. Had the chance he had for us, probably our best chance of the game. I think that, um, unfortunately for him, it's, it's fell to the centre half, I suppose we say. But at the end of the day, that far out, he should at least hit the target. He's really disappointed. But, um, you know, overall, a decent performance. I think that uh, defensively, we show how good we are. I think that, uh, again, we've only conceded one goal in four games now. But we just can't find the back of the net. Three games without a goal is my concern. And uh, certainly, it's not as if we haven't created any chances or good opportunities in around the final third today to try and score. Um, but it's just eluding us at the moment. And like I say, when a golden, golden chance falls at that late in the game, you want to put it in and go walk away with the three points. And, and um, a good game, I think, even though it was a nil-nil. I think that uh, both teams went out and played and changed the style of play whenever you needed to play the right way we sat deep whenever we needed to shut them down from the front we did do uh, our tactics were to allow them to play out the back and shut them down and pinch the ball off did that brilliantly then that forced them into the uh, the longer ball off, off, off Lambert but that was difficult to deal with as well so you know we thought that letting them play out from the back and trying to win it was the best ploy today and I thought that worked quite well for us like I said couldn't find the quality to test the keeper more even though we're going to some great positions um, and a very well earned point for us Talking of goalkeepers, how many times in your managerial career have you been grateful to Jussi Askelainen? A lot I think that, um, you know, when all said and done, the, the goal he's very, very, had very little to do in the, the other three games he's played in fact they didn't, at Newcastle they didn't even have a shot on target, or one I think so when we've needed him today, he's been there three times particularly, and that's very, very encouraging because he gives the back four lads so much confidence when you know, they've just maybe slipped up and the, and the good play from Southampton's got him in. Our goal has been there to win us to get, uh, help us get a draw today, obviously. We feel a bit um, disappointed about the fact that um, Snyderland's still on the pitch. Uh, didn't even get a free kick because it's a two-footed challenge. And two-footed challenges are, we're told, by uh, everybody in the referees department from Mike Riley down. There's no other choice but a straight red. Uh, this wasn't even a free kick. So, you know, I can't quite for the life of me with Andre, who's such an experienced referee now, how he, he didn't see that. And, uh, you know, for me, um, that was a disappointment. It, it's, in the end, kept them with uh, t 11 men on the field, which, uh, realistically, the way the law was supposed to be portrayed today, they should have only had 10 men on. That would have given us a better chance of winning, but it didn't. But I'm happy with the point. I can't affect what the referees do. It's not my job. Uh, but I have to point out that I thought that was a, a really poor decision. I think that's my responsibility. And um, I think at the end of the day, we're well happy with the nil-nil draw and going away with a point, especially with our injuries. You know, no no um, Joe Cole, no Andy Carroll, no Stuart Downing today, uh, no Alu Diara. Um, so I think it's a really good performance by the squad that have stepped in and done the job. 
And whilst we're listening to what the gaffer had to say, the game at Liverpool at Swansea has exploded. Yeah. Two goals. Two goals in, in a minute. And both... Both, both John Joe Shelby. John Joe Shelby. Involved. Scoring one and conceding. Setting up the other. Uh, one thing we missed out talking about was the red card challenge that everyone thought was a red card. Which yeah, well, Sam thought it was a red card. We didn't even give a foul for it at the time, did he, the ref? so He had a right go. Beyond getting himself in trouble with the FA, he was a bit careful what he had to say. But um, he said, um, you know, it was a two-footed challenge. Was it a two-footed challenge or was it a one-foot? It was a one-foot with the sort of training yeah. leg coming in as well. And I, I think it really could have hurt him. So. If he'd have been sent off, I don't think anyone would have been overly surprised. No. Yeah, you know, it definitely deserved a yellow. But Would it have changed the game? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> We've still scored. Well, well no, there's no point. There's, we can have as many chances as we want, but if we can't score... Well, there's lots of points. If you have lots of chances, you might score. Yeah. That's how it works, Sean. That's football, that is. Oh, well, let's, let's move on to the big <laughs> okay. debate, right? The next two, the big we'll debate. discuss that. Let's not the talk first football, let's talk debates. is Liverpool rejects, right? On... As you know, I sometimes do another podcast called the EPL Podcast, and there's a chap called Anfield Index on there. So after Andy Carroll got injured last week, I wrote to him and put, he's got about 60,000 followers, a lot more than I have, and said, Dear Liverpool, thanks for nothing. Andy Carroll injured, Joe Cole injured, Stuart Downing injured. And I got around about a thousand retweets and a lot of abuse from Liverpool fans after after he retweeted to his sixty thousand people. But everybody was talking about you Liverpool. Love it, though, don't you? Liverpool are West Ham's new feeder club. They must be laughing their asses off now. You know, we thought it was good business buying Stuart Down. All right, Stuart Downing's probably a short injury. Um, we took you know Joe Cole off their books for them. And paid 15, maybe 17 million for Andy Carroll. Who's laughing now? And John, you were the first one to break the Andy Carroll story, weren't you, on Twitter? A week before it happened. Well, I got some of the info wrong, didn't I? Yeah, he did. I'm never doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> so John was in, in the know. We'd, we got a tip off. Funny enough, we talked about this that all was not rosy with Andy Carroll anyway. So a week before he broke down in training, um, someone who's, let's just say, close to the training ground, told us that he wasn't in full training, but he went to kick a ball and felt a bit of pain on the Monday before. Um, but it wasn't until a week later on the Monday. Unfortunately, John tweeted out on the Wednesday, um, Andy Carroll's broken down in training today, which is <laughs> Wednesday's their day off. And he'd be pictured in a restaurant eating. <laughs> And they travelled to Spain or something. Yeah, they, they travelled to Spain. Uh, nice okay. try, though, John. Uh, it's, you know. it's good to try and get involved. He broke down. I heard so report today that the injury he's yeah. had, he suffered. Oh. Do you know what it is? It's really yeah. painful with injuries. It's, it's, it's Achilles. Thing, it's what ballerinas it's and not, basketball. Yeah, um, basketball players. Basketball players and ballerinas. So there's because of his ability to leap. There's yeah. the bit yeah. of flesh. So when you when you like make your foot tight like that. There's a there's a muscle, a bit of tissue that goes from Bless your ball of your foot to the back of your heel. That long, hard bit there. <laughs> he snapped it. So. How's he done that? There's Painful. lots of different stories Painful. coming out. First of all, people were saying to the end of the season. People were saying four months. People were saying till Christmas. But some people are now saying weeks. Who do we believe? George? John. I believe John. <laughs> we, should, we should have asked that in Dear John. Dear John. Oh, I mean, it's just... It is, that is, situation is... 
very well documented, isn't and it? And Stuart you know? Downing, we know that it was Big Sam's choice to get Stuart Downing for six million, now injured. It's not a instead big one of a striker. Now, well, I, dead leg. How long is he, he out for? How long is well, he out for? He was supposed to be out for um, four weeks. And Joe Cole's done a hammy, hasn't he? He's out for six weeks. Oh See, Joe Cole was looking good at first game of the season, wasn't he? That's, that's he didn't last. Yeah. So basically, Liverpool rejects from Liverpool feeder club to Liverpool rejects. We want Armani back. We want Armani back. <laughs> Do you reckon there's any returns? I don't think so, mate. I think it's you know it's just bad. I mean, I listened to. I actually listened when it, <coughs> when I heard this news about Carroll. I listened back to what we said last week. And the thing, I, I just can't only reiterate what was said last week. It was depressing. Week. It was bad management to put all your money into an injury-prone striker. Yeah. He was Shit. injured when they signed him. Yeah. It it does seem poor now that uh, we didn't maybe manage him. Now that we haven't got him. Yeah. Mm. Can we hear what the gaffer had to say? Yes, this isn't what Sam has said. The gaffer had to say. Devastating for, for Andy and ourselves. It's not frustrating. It's devastating because we've gone through the process of 16 weeks to uh, go along with the specialist reports and uh, we uh, deal with the rehab when, when Andy has um, recovered from this injury. And unfortunately for us, the specialist said there was a 5% chance it may break down again. And Andy's one of those 5%, unfortunately. What we have to do is make sure we treat him in the right manner as quickly as we possibly can again. and. Uh, and get it right as quickly as we can. It's certainly not as serious as last time. That's the one encouraging thing, but uh, hugely, hugely disappointing for him and for us. He and said for us. And for all of us. He's already said that. Oh, it was including me. Yeah. Oh. Why not? He recorded it for our podcast, remember? Excellent. Um, so, what's next? Where, where is our plan B? Remember I was talking about plan B and plan C on <laughs> transfer day. We haven't got Andy Carroll yet. Mm-hmm. So here's my question I'm going to ask all three of you. That's John's phone. <laughs> that's, that's John's phone. You have to sing a song for letting his phone go yeah. off. So, Mega, Patrick, um, Carton Cole, Elliot Lee or Vazte. Where's our plan B? Vaz-tay Where's it going to come from? At the moment. Really? Well, there's no... Who else? <laughs> Elliot Lee. Well, let's, talk, let's talk about Mega at the moment. He's been given the chance. Everybody said he didn't have the chance last season. He's now had the chance. He's terrible. Yeah, that's my view. Who? He's terrible. Who he is? doesn't get in the box. He, 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 His hold-up play. See, he doesn't look the same player that he did when he, he, some of the appearances he made last season. I would imagine the guy is just doesn't want to be there. But you'd think, though, he's got... He's on 40 he's, grand a well, week, John. Yeah, but I think the way he, you know the last season went, and he was clearly... Is he really? ...touted, yeah. for, touted he to is be on sold. Grand a week. He was offered for loan. He's, he knows he's only playing because Cal, you know, he's yeah, his attitude shows. He'd want to take that. the chance. You would think so. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. His attitude shows differently, I think. Uh, I just don't think he wants to be there. Okay, let's talk about our new free signing who apparently needs three weeks to get fit. <laughs> Petrick. Chich. Petrich. Mm. Um, I don't really know much about him. I sort of ignored him when he was at Fulham. Yeah. Uh, he, he, I know he, he used to Hamburg, up, didn't he? he was it Hamburg? Score. Scored Hamburg? a couple of goals, didn't he? Was it um, Hamburg he played for? I don't know. He looks, uh, he looks the part. Um, mm. I hope he does well. That's all I can say about him. So Carlton Cole was going to join us, is going to join us, still might join He'll us. He'll still join us, I think. So he's still training. David Gold said on Saturday, he was asked, he said, yeah, Carlton Cole's still training with us. He's and was asked quiet, whether he? he's going to join us. He said, it's still a possibility. He's going to look quiet, isn't he? You're, Which I'll talk to hero. how how can it be, yeah. Financial fair play, I wrote hero. the um, article. Do you see we've gone over the financial fair play after signing Petrich? Yeah, well, we're, we'll talk about that in oh, news. yeah. So, Elliot Lee, That's given right. a chance at the big time? He's had two? a chance, hasn't he? He's yeah. come on a few times. He's like, similar to was Morrison, he on the bench not done anything for, wrong. Um, he was on the bench. I'd put him in, give him a run. He, he's not a big lump, though, is he? No. He's not a he is, he is a big lump. Well, he's, he's small stocky, and stocky, yeah. yeah. Well, let's go but. back to Petrick, because he's not a big lump. He's not. He doesn't play the Andy Carroll role, does he? Well, but he might just really offer know. something a bit he more, though. a bit muscly. Maybe if they haven't got that option, maybe they'll play some football. And then we've got Vaz Tay, who was bought one on Sunday. Could have proved a point, but... Uh, average, 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 average. Better than my girl. Yeah. yeah. So where is it? Where Where is it going to come? Where's our plan B? Come on. Just said. It'll be Vaz Tay for the moment. Then we're Put it politely. Are we fucked? No. No. Like Reece says, it's Vaz Tay for now, and then when Petrich is fit, it'll be him. Mm. And then if Carlton signs, it'll but be he, him and Petrich. He Petrich's. seems to be persisting with Mega. When well, was that? Just being awkward, got, isn't he? Who else has he got? Bar him or Vaz Tay? Well, start with Vaz Tay. Yeah, well, he's got the ump with Vaz Tay, because mm. Vaz Tay put a transfer request in. Or did you read his column in the no, his, Standard? His column. Big Sam's. No. He talked about Vaz Tay and Andy Carroll and everything. Else. But don't worry, because all his fee went to charity. <laughs> Uh, financial fair play update, Sean, what's this? So, I don't know if I mentioned it, but recently I have joined the team of authors for Ian Dale's West Ham Till I Die. Um, and I've written, I'm writing mainly articles, and I know you'll find they're really interesting on financial. So I wrote um, one about West Ham share ownership and uh, um, another one about the loans with Vibrate Corporation, the payday loans. But the one I wrote last week was about financial fair play. And I did quite a lot of research into this because I know it's something close to John's heart. Mm. And 
you know, about how we completely overplayed it. And, you know, from April, I, I had a, uh, a video of Sam saying, we don't know if we can afford to buy Andy Carroll because of financial fair play. And the interviewer's going, but why? And, and the interviewer's right to say that because we were already paying for Andy Carroll's wages. What difference did it make? We now know it's about wages. So all through the transfer, it was financial fair play. No one else really mentioned it. I think right at the end... Jose Mourinho and uh, Alan Partridge, uh, Alan Pardew mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, And But no one else did. And I think they completely overplayed. And I said in my article, how come, you know, <clears throat> West Ham released a, sta- a, 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 a statement saying that we had a wage bill of under forty eight million pounds last year, which means we only could go fifty two this year. Under forty eight. How is that? In the premiership we had a forty five million wage bill in the championship. We only went up by three million with Andy Carroll uh, coming on and Joe C- uh, Cole coming on. And then we've got four million to spend this time. All right, we we got Stuart Downing, we've got Andy Carroll permanently, but that's not a big deal because we were paying his wages anyway. But we released um uh, Carlton Cole, he was on 30 grand a week. We released, um, uh, what's his name? Um, well, I don't know. I don't Gary know. O'Neill, he Gary was on O'Neill, 25 grand a week. And we released all of our loans, Shamak and uh, Polista, and who was the other one? Oh, Pogatets. Pog- cost Pog- us one Pog- and a half million. So we released, in my calculation, four and a half million pounds of the that, wage bill. What was that Polista thing? What was that all about? Then? Was, I like think we paid a one-off fee for 250 grand. But anyway, we released four and a half million off the wage bill. And by my calculation with everybody else, we put about five and a half million on. So the figures don't add up. Uh, David Sullivan also said in an interview that the wage bill was something like for players was £847,000 a week. You work oh that out, it's £54 million. So it doesn't... They, I, I got to the point where I don't believe what they're saying because... <gasps> Unbelievable. I know, it's a shock horror. Because what happened when Petrick came along? They said, no, no, no more, no more. Well, how did we... Ah, f- oh, but Sam then said in his column in the Evening Standard, oh, yeah, we said we were close, but we weren't completely there. And Hugh Southern has said today in his new plot, Harrod, um, Claret and Hugh, that has oh, put us over by a few pounds. But if that's the case, John, what's going to happen to Carlton Cole when he's fit? How's he going to join? It just doesn't add up to me. And I, they promise financial um, transparency, and I, I don't think we're seeing it. You're going to cry, Sean. So. You sound and a bit upset. So. Well, I, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed. Oh, <coughs> don't cry, oh, tell. But well, yeah, I'm, well, I'm I doing. Just, I just don't see. How a team like Southampton, who can half fill the ground, can spend the money they spent over the summer and do what they've done, and yet we... Well, they were a long way different, I think, from from spending under. Well, so yeah. they had a long, bigger way to come up. So, but their wage bill, <coughs> when they came up, must have been a lot smaller. Yeah, it was. Mm. But they can go right up to 52 million. So if they started at, I don't know, 40... 52 million is the max, is it? 52 million is the max if you spent under 48. So here's the big thing, and I put it in my... Post big thing. So, Man City spent two hundred million. Talk to, talking to your microphone, Sean. Right, spent two hundred million, so they can spend two hundred and four. This is what doesn't make sense on financial fair play. It's not fair because it keeps the big boys big. Yeah, and no, the small that boys. Was, small. Yeah. That was clear when they announced it. Right, it's a way of keeping but things. But here's as well. here's the bit, and I put this in. Man 
United, who've got the second biggest wage bill, Man. about, about yeah. 190 million, <laughs> I think, right? Man, United. They sponsored their uh, training, training ground, ground for 180 million pounds. By someone who like Nike or something, wouldn't no, it? Ion or, or Aon. Aon. Right? That's 20 million pounds a year. That money, because it was done at the right time, can go straight onto the wage bill. So it's a farce. It's, it's, it's a the farce. people who... It's a farce. It's the rich boys deciding that they don't want anyone else to join their big boys club. And that's exactly how it will start. Mm-hmm. And, and this week, I'm writing a story about what West Ham A story paid. or an article? An article. Are you making it up? Or? Is it uh, non-fiction? An article <laughs> about how much West Ham have paid agents and over £13 million in the last three years... And our links with Mark Curtis, Barry Silkman, and um, the other one. What's his name? Reese Jones. Uh, Willie. Second guy. Mackay. So wait for that. I can't wait. I can't wait. You're going to very tired hands. Can you share with us before you post, please, Probably won't sleep tonight. (laughs) So (laughs) let's do something a bit more interesting and look at the Mornish Podcast Fantasy League. Oh, good God. Maybe we should make a jingle for that. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe not. Who's in first place? Uh, in first place, we've got Alex Taylor with a very good team name. His name is Sweet Carol Nine. Hmm. I don't get it. Sweet Carol Nine. <laughs> I get it. Uh, in fourth place... Does everyone do that? In fourth place is me. Well done. With 244 points. I must point out, Alex has got 257 points. Sorry, How Alex. many um, West Ham players have you got, <laughs> George? Um, I can tell you in one click of a button. That was two. Um, still loading, still loading. That's still why loading. I've, start, I've started to get a lot of people have the same place. kind of kits. I'm still surprised. loading. So I have Nolan and Yaskalainen in my team. Yeah, so I've, I have three. I've got Yaskalainen had a brilliant game yesterday. He did. So. Uh, the next ranked presenter, presenter is Sean in eighth. Thank you very much. With 231 Thank you very much. Beating the professional um, Reese Jones. Yeah, but you do it by game. stats. You're boring. In 16th place is the next placed presenter. That is John. Beating well him John. by eight places. That really fills me. 218 well, about 16 points. 16 points. So not what I don't do, Sean, is look at everybody else's teams. And I don't look at everyone else's teams. You do? Teams. Is that what you scroll, do? He scrolls for everyone else's Can you look teams? at everyone else's teams? Yeah, you can see. But hang on. I don't look at everyone else's team. I, I look at that. I look at the dream team. I look at who's doing the best that week. So you, and you make changes team. every week, yeah, and do that. I make. Well, you only can make one change a week. Oh, you're not a good manager. I do look at who's captain and, and what position. I'm just going to scroll down now. Yeah, scrolling, still Keep scrolling. Oh yeah, down. have you got to reach yet? Still scrolling. Keep yeah. going down. Still How going. far are you down? Oh, still, still on the first page. Still going. St- 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 there he is. Oh, there he is. All the way down in 45th place. Oh, yeah, but there's not a lot in it. Though. It's because I've had an Elka. An Elka's just. Decided to stop playing football. Yeah, so I had to change him. And who have you got up front? You've got Van Persie, Ricky Van Wolfswinkel, who I've got, and Vidra. Yeah, I had to Vidra's put in. injured. Mertesacker's injured. What do you do? Do you not look at your team, Reese? I don't know how to change it. <laughs> <laughs> Should we make some changes after the podcast tonight to help you out? Because I, I feel sorry for you. Yeah, it's got a big forty-three you, you, points. You can make three changes because you roll over changes if you don't do use you? them. You roll over up to three changes. Well, sums it up when I was going to put in Shamak. Mr. Loverman. Shamak. Mr. Loverman. would be my best player. Right. Uh, so, right. That is so who's in last place? That is the... Wooden Spoon. Hang on. Mark Hagen. Yeah. Mark Hagen place. is in last place with 168 points. Yeah. So I think Mark Hagen was in last place. 
Yeah, we're going to send last. him a wooden spoon if he makes it to the end of the season. It's a long way no, to go. No, he's not the last place, Sean. What are you doing? Oh, who I'm is sorry, the last Mark. place? Sorry, Mark. I must apologise on Sean's behalf. I bet you've done it to the first page. You haven't looked. You haven't clicked next. Where? So down in 116th place is Hammers on the Up, Charlie Manley. <laughs> They're not on the up. How all. many points? Uh, with 122 points. Mm. And... Oh, you see, he's, he's got Vidran. <laughs> it's a very similar team to Reese. <laughs> yeah. uh, He'd probably overtake Reese. One tip for you, Charlie: make changes because you have three injured players in your team. <laughs> that's got no points this week. Um, what no, time is it? It's time for this. If you've got a question, there's only one man who can answer it. It's time for Dear John. Yes, it is that time of the podcast. It is time for Dear John. So this is when we ask John, who is the oldest and wisest member of the Monitor Podcast team, to answer your the listeners' the questions uh, about anything West Ham-related or non-West Ham-related. Well, so quite a lot. we start this week with Terry Bonds, who says, Dear John. I've just got back from Thailand where I witnessed a load of 60-plus-year-old hairy men accompanied by very young Thai in um, apostrophes ladies. What's up with that? John? Well, we all know that, you know, when you see a pub that recently says Thai food now available, we all know they've all been abroad and got themselves a little Thai bride. I think it is all kinds of wrong, Terry. All kinds of wrong. (laughs) Terry Bonds also says, Dear John, where are the girls going to come from? <laughs> They're going to come from... Elliot Lee's going to get a go soon, and he's going to start scoring. Interesting. I thought it said, where does the girls come from? <laughs> <laughs> Mail order catalogues. Uh, the next one comes from Sean Whetstone. Oh! <laughs> says, Dear John, will you wear a Miger wig and shirt if he scores a hat-trick this season? Um, No. Oh, come on. What's the chance of that happening? I've never How would you even have a Miger wig? I'm never I will buy one. Anything a... in that type of thing again. Thank uh, you. Humbug. Bar humbug. Seems that that video is now at ten and a half odd thousand yeah. views. Yeah. If you haven't seen already, I'm sure we've put it on uh, YouTube. We A video of John looking completely unimpressed and me videoing him in an Andy Carroll wig and shirt was put on 101 great goals and has had 10,500 views. But anyway, anyone who's listening to this and might be interested to know that I'm getting a bit fed up with George's, um, Sean's glee of this thing, so I've got a little trick up my sleeve and I will be posting a video soon for you all to look at <laughs> what Sean, how great he is at uh, a certain kind of dancing. Ooh. You'll all be on available soon. Ooh. Watch this space. This is the one from yours. Uh, is this on the weekend? Don't ruin it, don't ruin it. Oh. Next one's from, from <laughs> oh George dear. Bucci. Oh, dear oh, yeah. George. Oh, dear John, oh, dear. are you actually interested in leading the more than just a podcast fantasy league, or are you more focused on just beating Sean in the league standings? Yeah, you're right, second point, yeah. I'm not really bothered about it. But you're not, you're not doing very well at doing that. Well, I, I'm, I, I really don't... Have I you made your substitutions? I did this. I did it Saturday morning, actually. But I just... I don't like the fact that you're watching games and you're pleased that other players have scored and things. I don't like doing fantasy teams, really. Yeah. I like people doing well. I just like people doing well. Yeah. Especially young Englishmen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
No, who uh, are in your team? Who happen yeah, to be in my team? But don't get me wrong. When and it makes when the games more playing, interesting. Yeah, it does. But when you're playing West Ham, I'd never want one of my dream team players to score against. But my if Sturridge scored against West Ham, I go, oh, and then I go, he's in my dream team. So I, I deliberately took Ricky Lambert out and put Giroud in. Ricky Lambert. Lambert. How much is Lambert? Uh, uh, Giroud. Anyway, we've got more Dear Johns here. Oh, yeah, sorry. Dear John, this is from More Than Just a Podcast, so I guess this is Sean because it wasn't me. No, it's just More Than Just a Podcast. It's probably Reese. Dear John, what is the question you most dread being asked on Dear John? I will take any question, mate. Okay. And Michael Johnson (laughs) says, Dear John, will you dress up as Andy Carroll again and play as him in our games until the real Andy Carroll is fit? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we, we want that. Yeah, yeah if I, I'll, I'll, it's going to take me a while to get fit, but yeah, I'll consider that. Can train with coal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was Dear John. Dear John. That was Dear John. Uh, Sean, you've got a little thing to say before we go. Yeah, I don't know if you know, but I've been sort of following Agent Lomas in his uh, secret mission at uh, Millwall. So uh, there is a Twitter name called Agent Lomas. It's not me, but um, I do follow it. And of course, he's now lost, is it four games or three games? Including 5-1 against... uh, Derby at the weekend went down to ten men. Was it Derby? It was Derby, yeah. And he's uh, drawn two games, so he's got a whacking two points from his first five whacking. or six game. So they're in the relegation zone, funny enough. Um, and uh, most West Ham fans are delighting at Agent Lomas's uh, mission, which is to relegate <laughs> Millwall. So I just put something out there on Twitter and I got loads of feedback. It was a picture of Sean naked on a, <laughs> st- on a chair <laughs> wearing a pirate hat and an eye patch. Now, I with don't know the if caption, you re- would you? I don't know if you remember, but <laughs> Yar. at West Ham Wigan away, uh, Millwall supporters paid for a um, banner on an airplane to say Avram Grant is a legend, isn't it? Something like that. Avram Gaunt, Millwall legend. Yeah. So um, I came up with the idea of saying, well, that's Operation Payback. Let's uh, send one up with a banner saying Agent Lomas is a West Ham legend. And uh, someone got back to me and said, do you know what? I can get a banner, 32 characters, and we worked out we can have Agent Lomas is a Millwall legend. 550 quid plus that. That's, that's pocket money to you. So, I've had... Can't well, do it at 550 cash. <laughs> I didn't ask. <clears throat> so, I've had loads of pledges already, and lots of people would give the money. Getting the money is not a problem. Here's the problem. Is this a scam? No, it's not. Okay. You're just going to take the money and run? <laughs> no. The problem like you did is last time when you done getting, charity And the reason fundraising. they did it at um, uh, Wigan and not at West Ham is trying to get planning permission for a plane with a banner to go over... Well, you're uh, going to build Canary it. Wharf. Why do you need planning permission? Uh, sorry, air traffic permission. <laughs> <laughs> permission. Build a plane. Air traffic control <laughs> clearance to go over Over Milton London, yeah. It's not going to happen. So oh. here's our plan. Away we, game. We're trying, yeah, away game. Now, they play Bournemouth. Now, they do play Wigan, but not to April next year, and I don't think Lomas is going to be in charge by April. If he is, that he's turned around the fortunes. 
But on the 5th of October, they play Bournemouth away. I won't do that because they're always hiding. Bournemouth. So Bournemouth away. And he's looked Maybe we can get playing. What do you think? So are you... Um, is, are they are they at home, are they, this weekend? Coming? I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't follow Millwall. It's quite no. a big thing not to know. Like you don't I, want to do it and no one's I would say, there. if you're, if you're you trying... You can't get a plane to go over... <laughs> Nine o'clock on a Thursday night. <laughs> you can't get a plane to go over the New Den. You're not going to get <laughs> air clearance. If you're going to try and get this organised, you and whoever, yeah. if you're going to do this, you need to do it sooner rather than later. Cause it's but clear, how about October? October the 5th is not clearly going to get the sack Yeah, soon. Oh, by the way, I'm going to Tottenham away. Cheers to the invite. Got a little oh bit of corporate box going. Pocket money. Uh, thanks, money. Thanks for including us on that. I like you right. including me at Champions League. Um, England game. More and I've got England. one ticket. Yeah, he's going to pick me over you. Yeah, right. I'm going to pick my dad and yeah. Reese first, yeah. surely. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. anyway, predictions. That you're going to go to Tottenham and I'm not. You didn't want to go to Tottenham this year. You went I last year. I would have if it was free. Yeah, true. I'd yeah. go to Tottenham if it was free. Yeah. I'd go. Cheers for the box in the Royal Albert Hall as well. <laughs> you did drop me on it, in, in it, on it. You dropped him on anyway, it. Anyway, <laughs> predictions for Everton. Oh, it's going to be a tough game. Everton are doing really well. 2-0, Everton. Do you know what? <laughs> I've never actually predicted against us, but I, I do believe. Uh, I'm going to be as, <laughs> as optimistic as I can, and I'm going to go for another nil-nil draw. I think we can't score, and our defence will be solid, so I'm going to go for... Nil pois, nil pois, nil nil. I reckon we get battered 3 nil. I'm going to go with a 3 all. Because I think, because you haven't scored for so long, they're going to flood in. Yeah, you get it? But they're going to. Well. Here's a person 45th in the, <laughs> in the <laughs> Fancy League doing his prediction oh, of 3 all. You just cheat, you do. You probably bought the site. No. Pocket money. Anyway, we're going to watch the Liverpool say, game. I'll just say these sweets that John's yeah, provided. On the front of the packet, we're recording a podcast. We've all got microphones very close to our mouth. On the front, how they describe them is round cheese randoms, squidgy and squeaky. Anyone Good choice. Yeah. yeah. Are they squeaky? Mm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right, John, we're waiting for your prediction. I don't know why you put it that I way. said two nil loss. Two nil loss. Right, uh, thank it. you for listening to Morning's podcast. podcast. Um, we'll be back next week. Yeah. Two yeah, weeks in a row. What yeah. we like it? Okay. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. And come on, you are. Come on, you mm-hmm. You just say goodbye for me, goodbye for me, goodbye. You can do that. Bye. Bye. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast.